Shall you pray? Um, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Thy name be hallowed. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom and power and glory forever for thine ever and ever. Lord, we are here today to hear your words, Lord. We are ready to receive your words. Please give us spirit of wisdom and uh, revelation and open our, our eyes of understanding. We want to understand your words, Lord, enlightened, enlightened by the Holy Spirit. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, today I'm going to read the um, book of Psalm chapter 90. It is a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, wherever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou tarnished man to destruction, and says, Return, you children of man. For a thousand years in the sight, about as yesterday, when it is past, and as a watch in the night, thou carriest them away as with a flood, they are as asleep in the morning. They are like grass which grows up. In the morning it flourished and grows up. In the evening it is cut down and withers. For we are consumed by thine anger and by thy wrath are we troubled? Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three, quarter, three score years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off. And we fly away, who knows the power of thine anger, even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us 
to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us only with thy mercy that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yeah, the work of our hands establish thou it. Amen. Okay, today's main scripture related to someone is Book of Hebrew, chapter 11. Uh, verses 15 to 16. Two verses. Hebrews chapter 11 is related to the faith. Man's of faith. Man of faith. Who used to live in a long time ago. Alright. Verse 15 to 16. And truly, if they had been mindful of the country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is in heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them his city. Yeah, God prepared a city for them. Also, God prepared a city for us too. All right? The writer of the book of Hebrew, starting from Abel and many other Man's of God define what the faith is and witnesses to many faithful men of God. They all died in faith, but all of them did not receive the promise of the kingdom of God in their lifetime. But by believing in the promises of God, they made the promise real and convinced themselves. Even they had never seen that. They made the promise real and convinced, as I said. They also cherished their hearts by convincing God's promises. Therefore, they lived the life of strangers 
just like the pilgrims in the earth. They're finally looking for the heavenly home long after the God had prepared for them. They lived in wandering from the land to land. But when they looked at their home country in the earth, actually they looked at their home country not in the earth but in heaven, they did not immerse themselves in homesick, but regarded the heavenly land they had never visited as their homeland, as they were born in heaven. They lived in the world and they left. At the time, the Holy Spirit did not come to the world yet, but they lived lived in, but God gave them the Spirit of Christ in them, and they were able to see a heavenly home by faith. Just like Christians who entered the spiritual kingdom of God, just like us in this age. In this regard, Apostle Peter testified about a special blessing they had received as they lived a prophetic life. He testifies saying, Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what of what manner of a time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. And those who had lived for 4,000 years before Jesus Christ appeared in the form of man in the world, to give grace through his death and resurrection, live the life of miserable death without hope except for a small number of people of faith. After Satan brought sin, death, and curse in the earth, the earth was cursed by the sin of first man according to the word of God filled with thorns and thistles and became a miserable state where people had to sweat to survive, as God said to first man Adam. When God spoke through Moses, he said that the people of the earth would suffer in sorrows, in labors, and that the lives of the people would be reduced to 70 or to 80 years with the strength. The days of a year are three score years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be four square years, 
that is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Yeah, he prays like that. That's right. Those who lived in this world, the Satan had ruled, have become a world in which they have to live in grief to work, to eat, to drink, to wear clothes, and to save their homes. God has chosen his people, Israel, and finally sent their King Jesus Christ to speak to them to be free from what they should eat and drink. As Gentile people always concern about, Jesus said to them, saying, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on, is not the light more than meat, and uh, a body than raiment. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or withal shall we be clothed. For after all these things to the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Yet Jesus spoke of what they should seek first. After Jesus died in the future to get rid of the sin of the world, and when he resurrected, he asked for the righteousness of God by believing in him. He said that as the children of God, all things for their lives shall be added on them. When they first seek kingdom of God and his righteousness and enter into the spiritual kingdom of God, after saying this, Jesus said one very important thing, saying, Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Day is evil, you know that? Day is evil. What it means that the daily life shall be a life of evil. Evil, very similar word as wrath. And the world shall be continued to be in disaster until the Lord destroyed the devil that brought sin and death and curse to the world. Satan is going to make them to worry and fear constantly. But the Lord is telling his children not to worry about what will happen tomorrow? You may think, you know, how can I, how we cannot, we not worry about tomorrow? Yeah, it is your, your thought. But God speaking, no, worry for tomorrow. The Lord is to cast out 
the fear of Satan and left to in him who gives grace each day. Apostle John, who realized the word of the Lord, testified to the saints once more to remind the Lord's word. And there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. Apostle Paul also told Pastor Timothy to boldly cast out fear. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of sound mind. Our enemy, the devil, is constantly tempting us not to look at the heavenly home that is before us by keeping our faith bearing our cross so that we may not be able to follow him. One of the most important things that we should never forget is that when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, he removed all the heavy burdens of sin from the cross of Jesus Christ, and that we have been given our cross for each of us to take up and bear and carry. We must never forget the cross the Lord Jesus died on, pouring out his blood and waters to remove the heavy burdens of sin we have been taking. The Lord spoke clearly to all of us who would follow him. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. In order to realize what the cross is, it is so easy to see if you consider the cross that Lord Jesus Christ was crucified 2,000 years ago. If Jesus did not love sinners like us, he not needed to die on the cross. If the Lord had not denied himself, he couldn't die for us. What do you think? Because Jesus denied himself, that's why he could die for us, taking the cross for all men and women in the world 2,000 ago. That's right. The Lord Jesus is asking unto us today to love them whom we never be able to love. If we do not deny ourselves, we cannot take up our cross. This cross may be our neighbors, or friends, or church members, or our children, and so on. The cross that the Lord has given to each one of us can be clearly understood. So simple. The Lord Jesus will not take a look at us if we just follow him without carrying our own cross. 
we cannot forget his word unto us. And he that taketh not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. Oh, yeah, so fearful words. Worthy of him. Unless we deny ourselves the cross, take up our cross, we are not valuable to Jesus Christ. No valuable, no worthy of him. Unfortunately, there's so many Christians, you know, willing to follow Jesus, carrying their cross, and say, I'm pleasing him, I praise him. You know, it's kind of deceiving themselves. We have to take his word so seriously. Yeah, our own cross is so small, so easy to cross if we want to take off. Compared to you know cross of Lord Jesus Christ, yeah, that is we have to deeply meditate whether we are taking up our cross and carrying and follow Jesus Christ or not. I bless all of you to understand His word very seriously and repent and correct our lifestyle. I bless all of you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.